Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the moment. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Welcome in everybody to a brand new season of the loose lug nuts podcast i'm evan roberts joined by thomas dick and our special friend tyler pig and with armadillo day right around the corner that means one thing and that means nascar season is here baby yeah that and uh it's gonna be 40 degrees in two days when it's actually armadillo day so i won't make it i don't think because it's gonna be 40 and raining and oh. I, i'm a pansy what do they call the what's the armadillo's name uh bee cave bob he lives in bee cave which is a a suburb of austin and for those that don't know armadillo day is kind of like groundhog day but with an armadillo with a cooler animal yeah a more useful animal at least yeah (laughs) although i've never oh i i shouldn't i was gonna tell the joke i've never seen one live i've only seen them dead but there's actually (laughs) one on my walking route and uh we're friends there you go yeah you know he scurries around when he sees me coming so what do we got what do we we're well, doing? We got a special reintroductory episode i don't even know if we did a season ending episode we were so no, we shocked by the events that happened the last weekend <laughs> and for those of you that don't know evan left uh brian college station and he's he's far away so i used to just be able to duck my head down the hallway and go hey we're rec- recording today and he'd be like, yeah, now it's like some long drawn out thing. And he's like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do that. So business yeah. in quotes. I have to do business. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah. season three, uh, we can get, we can get it going. Yeah. We'll Isn't see. Third or I might have to man. find a new host, co-host. Yeah. Well, that's why we have Tyler and Luke to fill in the <laughs> yeah, We're auditioning. <laughs> all right well uh the, you know this sunday we start off with the second annual the clash at the uh coliseum in los angeles uh wasn't a big fan of it last year mm. but it's just racing and i kind of miss it like i keep seeing these videos that like people put out like uh chase yeah. elliott put one out and i'm just like damn i really miss racing and then it's like july and we've done 40 episodes already and i'm like damn i really want a weekend <laughs> have you bought the uh pre-ordered the 95 dollars die cast that you'll get in may of 2026 of the uh you know, the new night owl so funny uh i ordered the kurt bush like the 164 die cast of when yeah. he won uh in the michael jordan or the air jordan car yeah uh well i moved and so it got shipped to college station and i have no idea where it's at now so that was a waste of ten dollars oh sad <laughs> but yeah we have the uh, 150 lap main event that'll be at 8 p.m eastern sunday on fox if you're uh listening on the radio it's on the motor racing network and sirius xm nascar radio uh 36 drivers are entered but only 27 will compete in the future event saturday night they'll have uh qualifying 
And then Sunday will be four 25-lap heat races, where five cars from each race will go into the main event for a total of 20. Then there will be two 50-lap last-chance races, um, and the top three from those will go into the main event, bringing the total to 26. And I think whoever has the best time doesn't compete in those heat races? Is that no, the, the top remaining uh, point person from 2022 gets the last spot. Oh, yeah, I could have kept reading that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, we'll talk about it later. They bumped up the number of cars in the feature, which didn't make sense, any sense. Uh, as we said, the main event is 150 laps, which blows by. Um, there's going to be a special performance by people I don't know. <laughs> cheat codes, cheat codes with a uh, special yeah, performance by Dixie D'Amelio. Yeah, I've never heard of Dixie. I've heard of the cheat codes, though. I have not. I last listened to music in 1995. I think the cranberries were huge back then. So, and one of them's dead. So that might just be a cranberry. So, were they not having a uh, pitbull performing in? That's what I was asking. I was wanting pitbull back. It was a hit coming down the steps. Well, I thought they named. Well, I I know we're gonna get to it later. Oh yeah, there's they got someone else performing. We'll get to it later. You didn't even read the rundown. <laughs> we we have race break performances, stage performances. I mean, so, they had Ice Cube last year. Yeah. yeah. Well, so okay, we're getting into this. Rob Lowe was named the Grand Marshal. Yeah. So, what's your guys' My, favorite Rob Lowe work? Mine was when he sat at the NFL stadium wearing all black and the NFL Shield hat. Just a guy that wanted both teams to win. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Mr. Definitely, Richard. definitely not nine one one Lone Star. No, hard pass. Uh, number one, uh, Sam Seaborn in the West Wing. Uh, okay. It's, hey, that's number one. Number two, The Outsiders. Three, Wayne's World. Four, The Out, uh, the, uh, not the, the Goonies, St. Elmo's Fire. And then there's one other one he's in that I'm blanking on. It's pretty good. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Yeah, there you go. He also was in, he was also in Family Guy a little bit. He was a special guest Man, character. Parks yeah. and Rec. Yeah, I, see, I, I'm out on Parks and Rec, guys. Yeah, it's... there was too many characters I didn't like in that show. But I liked him in a movie not many people have seen, Oxford Blues. He plays a guy who is apparently a good rower, in, uh, and he's very smart in uh, Las Vegas, and he he's good at hacking computers, and he, he sort of cheats to get into Cambridge or whatever the fancy school. Oxford. <laughs> Shit, Oxford. <laughs> out in the britain and uh he falls in love with some princess or duchess but uh he joins the rowing team there and they don't like him because he's the american outsider but so he gets kicked off that team joins another team but then oxford their uh reputation has been called into question he saves the day spoiler alert wins the race gets the duchess really good movie saint almost fire i liked it as a youth I watched it again as an adult. Just every person in that, every character is a shithead. Someone <laughs> you should not respect or look up to. And it's such a bad movie. And I liked him, so in, the, I liked him in the direct TV commercials. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. So, okay, we got uh, Tony. Oh, go ahead. Back to the race. We got Tony Stewart in the booth. Eh. Yeah. Like is he going to have time? Is he going to have time to talk? The la I mean, that's that's my only thing about the clash. We were playing at a quarter of a mile here. Yeah, it's just not a lot of time for analysis. 
Yeah. Will we get outspoken? He was outspoken last year to the point where people thought he might pull his team out of NASCAR. Or will we get a toned down Tony Stewart that everyone likes? I think a little a combination of both. Yeah. I just thought... I, mean, the, I think he definitely has some frustrations, and he's obviously involved in other aspects. Yeah. Recent. Well, he's a dragger now. Yeah. And he's and he's still involved in the... Uh, what's that other one? SRX. Yeah. SRX. Well, I thought they would announce... I don't know if he's still dizzy. I thought Kurt Busch, they would bring him in full-time because I always thought he was good uh, when he did part-time stuff. But they're... Guess they're gonna do the random person every week. So, do you think Tony's gonna reveal who replaces Kevin Harvick on the broadcast? Oh, I say no, but that'd be awesome. It would be awesome. Huh. Uh, Caleb Williams, who is a starting quarterback and Heisman winner for the USC Trojans, will be the honorary starters. And then uh, also kind of weird, the top three finishers will be awarded medals. Yeah, like the Olympics. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I thought they'd want to hold trophies. This is we're getting some more performers in. First, Wiz Khalifa is going to perform during it said race break. I, there's more than one race break, I thought. Although the main event, I thought, has one race break at lap 75. Yeah. Uh, just a off story. I once had a softball player at Monmouth. Um, she used Wiz's uh, Perfect Gentleman as her walk-up song. And for those of you that don't know, the song is it's a guy who talks to us about how he uh, is in love with a stripper, yo. So I found <laughs> that to be one of my favorite walk-up songs uh, any student athlete I've ever had. But yeah, not got... but not Teeth Pains, I'm in Love with a Stripper. There's another song about that? There's another, there's another one. And then okay, we got Cypher... Cypress Hill is the performer you're looking for. They replaced Ice Cube. They're going to perform 95% of their life. I don't know if you follow them on uh, Instagram. I did for about a month, and then I realized every post was about pot. <laughs> so <laughs> that should go well uh, with NASCAR, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing goes together like pot smoking and NASCAR. They eventually got an unfollow. Like once in a while, I'll talk about a song or something that you wrote back in the day, but no, it's just different pictures of marijuana. Uh, in last year's clash, Joey Logano won, foreshadowing because he won the championship as well. Yeah. Uh, he led 35 laps. Kyle Bush finished second. He led 64 laps. Tyler Reddick, uh, who led 51 laps, finished 21st. Um, and then, as you mentioned earlier, Thomas, they, they only ran 23 cars in the feature last year, and that seemed like way too many. Um, so not sure why they bumped up 27. It seems like at a quarter-mile track, it's going to take about two laps for... It's like the, the human centipede. Yeah. Or a <laughs> It's like, uh, no, the amusement park that just has that one ride that goes up and down, but it's all one car, like one thingy, and it goes... Yeah, it's totally. gonna be like that. I think at Cedar Point it was called the uh something uh the it was bobsled related, what they called that ride, but it was all just one continuous thing that went up and down the hill. But uh Alpine Bobs, I think they called it at uh you ever been to Cedar Point? Awesome park. Like most uh mo it used to have the most roller coasters of any park. I think some uh Something not in Dubai might have caught up to it, but no. Okay, so <laughs> silly season <laughs> recap. Oh, predictions. Well, no, who do you think's gonna, yeah. gonna win? It's hard to predict because we got nothing to work with. 
So I'm going with Kyle Busch because last year uh, RCR did really well there. Uh, both of their cars did. And then uh, also last year, Kyle Busch really did well. Uh, mentioned uh, that he led um, a bunch of laps, uh, 64 of them, the most of anybody. And then he also had the best qualifying time um, and then ended up finishing second. So I think that combination is a winning combo. There you go. Who do you got? Uh, speaking of not winning combos, uh, conventional wisdom would say if you win the class, you win the championship. I really wanted to go to Joey Logano, but I'm going to go with his teammate, Ryan Blaney, who didn't win a race last year. Maybe oh he can gosh. win one, even if it doesn't count. Some people will still call it a win, and that would be good for uh, Pitsky to keep rolling with that, what they did last year with Logano and those guys. Speaking of Ryan Blaney, is it Jeff Gluck? Yes. Yeah. Right, he... the Athletic. They, the Athletic did a top 75 NASCAR drivers of all time, and they only considered the Cup Series. Well, on the little thingies where they rate where people are on the 75, they put who the highest vote they got. And someone who voted in this thing to get the top 75 put Ryan Blaney as number 17 all time. Like, how is that person allowed to be a so? I'm a Ryan Blaney fan, and I would so not. I slot him at 17 td i would i clicked the link once you said that and i scrolled and then saw number 75 was alex bowman and i immediately just clicked x i was like i can't take this <laughs> list serious yeah it's alex bowman who has seven career wins well they sort of put a disclaimer that they only yeah they only considered uh cup series and he does rank 74th all time in cup series wins so i'm man that is i mean the vote for ryan blaney seventh is yeah so uh, we're going to do the, the rest of the show. Well, you just, didn't give your prediction. Oh, because I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> I'm just in a rush. It's like really late and I haven't had breakfast, lunch, or dinner yet. Uh, but I'm down to fight and wait, so that's good. Tyler Reddick, I, he was, like I said, he was really strong, had an unfortunate accent. I think he wheels it as good as anyone in NASCAR right now. And I think he gets it done here. And then he goes off and smokes a J with uh, Cypress. <laughs> so to run down the rest of the show, this we're just giving a silly season recap, giving you changes, who's with what team. Next week or the week after, we'll do the season preview where we do all our wrong predictions. Um, and then the following week, we'll do a Daytona 500 preview where we just dominate. And two years ago, that's where we established ourselves as one of the top podcasts in NASCAR when I rightfully predicted Michael McDowell would win. So and what was the uh, term that you used? <laughs> slap ass or I forget. I'll have slap. to go back and listen. <laughs> so I thought uh, we did pretty well with our predictions last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. I, pretty well. You just every like Kyle Larson just screwed up the whole thing by just being average. Um but yeah. So Cup Series, the first thing we got, we got some confirmed driver changes we'll go over. Get your thoughts along the way. Just stop at any time. AJ Allmendinger going full-time in the number 16 for college racing. I, I was like surprised. It. Well, I like it. I was surprised because he gave a lot of indications that he liked the Xfinity life and not running the big dog race, being home on sa Sunday to be with your uh, very attractive wife. And it, like it seemed like shared she shared one of our that. posts. Yeah, she shared some posts. Um, 
I thought he liked that lifestyle, so that I I was shocked by that one. See, I I really wasn't because I didn't think Colleg was. I think they were putting more emphasis in their cup team last year instead of their Xfinity. Uh, obviously, he dominated the road courses, but I mean, I think for him, I think you always kind of want to compete at that top level, and I think that he saw the commitment that they had at the cup level, and so I'm not too surprised he's getting older too. And I think if you try this out for two to three years, you'll always have a spot uh, with them in Xfinity. So I think it's kind of like his kind of last call. Uh, well, and it's a great move for Colleg because what is there, six uh, road races in the regular season? Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he's the only, and he's one of the few guys that has the road, the road like race experience that we're yeah. in Chicago later in the year. My like bold prediction is is AJ's in the is in the playoff. I think he's going to win a yeah. race in a road course. Uh, all he's got to do is Take win it. one of those six, and he's in. Take it to the bank. I will. I the thing I laugh about guys when thinking about AJ's career. Do you guys remember that Red Bull had a NASCAR team back in like the mid two thousands? Oh yeah, That's with where he Brian Vickers. I forgot with Brian Vickers. I had forgotten about that. That was his. I was kind of associated with Pinsky. Yeah, that was who he broke in with with with, with Vickers and uh, Team Red Bull when they jumped into NASCAR like the two thousand five two thousand six range. I kind of forgot about all that. Brian uh, Vickers, what? Oh, God. I was going to say going back to like Brian Vickers with a little throwback the other day or last weekend. Uh, I was watching FS One because they had a race hub like season preview episode, and then following that was the like the two thousand five Talladega five hundred or Talladega race, and I was like, oh my god. Like just the flashback and like seeing all the yeah. like Martin Truex was still like in the seventy eight car. You had uh, Carl Edwards who was struggling there. Like it was pretty cool. Brian Vickers' wife did something shady. You can uh, Google that while I go on to the next. How uh, Bush? Uh, he couldn't get sponsorship worked out at Joe Gibbs Racing, so he jettisoned off. Uh, he's now in the number eight car with Richard Childress Racing, where he found sponsors. Um, Big hang-up seemed to be Joe Gibbs wanted a couple whales that would uh, cover him for the whole year where RCR is like, yeah, we'll nickel and dime some sponsorship. Uh, I think it's the first time RCRs had a cowbell in some time. Tyler Reddick looked like he was going to become that, but uh, I would think it's co- since Harvick left in 2013 yeah. probably. But yeah, I like this move for Kyle. It's something, you know, you could tell his frustrations were starting to get to a point. And I think especially late in last season, he knew that he wasn't going to be renewed um, at Joe Gibbs racing. Very frustrating for him. Couldn't really get that big win that he needed. I think it's just a fresh start for him. And it's, it's kind of similar to AJ Allmendinger where he's getting later in his career. Like, Hey, it's a fresh start. Um, it'll be a little bit different because he's been Toyota for a while. Um, now he'll be in the Chevy, but I think this is a good deal for both of them. Um, just a new fresh start. I don't really remember guys a, a driver of Kyle Busch's success to leave a team. I will just call it not very amicably in a long time. With as much like he's won two titles, he's won a lot of races. Like Mark Martin, you know, made the big jump to from Roush to Hendrick like twenty years ago, and that was kind of a big deal. But it was pretty much like an even split, like no big deal. Like I don't remember any. You know, Tony Tony Stewart started his own team, so that was part of the deal when he left. But still had the JGR connection. It's just kind of a. I don't remember this happening. There were yeah. this this kind of driver leading a team um, with as much success as he's had for. And we'll be RCR had some okay years, not anything great recently. And until Reddick had performed really well the last two years, so I think it's a good fit for him. And maybe if he wins, we can all go to Cheddar's and get our free chicken tenders. There you go. Um, if I remember, Martin was at an event last year, and he felt like Roush stiffed him, 
and then Roush is like PR guy, like said, no, that was my fault, but who knows? Um, Ty Gibbs, he's going to fill Kyle Busch's JGR ride, and he'll run the 54. A lot of people think uh, Ty needed a ride. Uh, needing a ride was a bigger reason for Kyle being let go than the sponsorship thing. Um, he can race. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> he can race. I mean, I don't know. I, he did a lot of uh, stuff at Xfinity that I don't think – I mean, the last we, race of the year still irritates me that no one did anything. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking, taking him out. No one raised him hard or got close enough to raise him hard. But part of that's him, part of that's them. Yeah. I mean, do, I think. Go ahead, Evan. I, no, I was just going to say is like, is he going to become the, like, by like, what race is he the most hated guy in the cup? Like, after Atlanta? Because like I, I could see him just pulling some art like early on, not like Daytona out like take that out of the window. But like when there's somewhere like that where he can really make a lot of moves, we've seen him wreck people. He doesn't care. Like I like what Ross Chastain did with the people last year. I think it was completely out the window. I think Ty Gibbs could be like villain number one pretty early on in this thing. Yeah. On top of all the layers with his granddad basically getting him a ride. Yeah, so, I think for him, oh, like on. I think obviously he's a talented racer like you're not going to make it this far if you don't have any sort of talent i just think i don't know if he's 100 ready he was able to get some time in the cup car last year um when kurt bush was out with his concussion but i don't know i mean I, I hope it works out for him just for the sport and we have another really good racer there but i think it might be a little too early and going back tyler to like the last time how big of a deal was it when junior left dei to go to hendrick was that matt I mean, it was kind of a big deal, but you have to remember, too, back in those days, there was this whole, like, Earnhardt family saga that was going on. I don't know if TD remembers that. There yeah. was the whole, like, is Teresa going to take over the whole the whole thing? How much did Dell Jr. have? The sister was in – Kelly was involved. Poor Jeffrey was just trying to get a ride somewhere. <laughs> and then, you know, but it was still – I think the hard part for that was it was, like, 10 years after Dell Jr. had died – or Dell Earnhardt Sr. had died – and there was this whole, like, he was really the last connection to, to to that racing team that they had concocted in 2001 with him and Michael Waltrip, and it kind of stayed together, and they'd added Truex in. I, I don't know. It is, it, that's probably maybe the closest one happened, but, but I think that one was so rough because it was like, I'm leaving my family's company that my dad started, and I've won a lot of races for, um, and then I move on to the who at the time was like the evil empire, not the evil. Well, yeah. they were the evil empire. They had Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon, and they were winning a lot of championships. <laughs> so that's that had a lot to do with it. Here's a here's a trivia question. Yeah, because I'm looking it up. Who did Dale Jr. replace on Hendrick, and who was their fourth teammate? Did Kyle Busch? Kyle Busch is who he replaced. Who was his? Who was the fourth? Was Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson. Dale Jr. and who was the fourth? Oh man, who was the fourth? Can you give me a number? Was he in the five car? Uh, let me look. Well, he only won the... one race. Oh. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like this yes. has like yes, he was number five in the Clark Nope. 
No, it's way past Terry Labonte. Man, this feels like has like Casey Mears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's yeah. on the podcast. So, yeah. okay. So, according to Wikipedia, Sarah Vickers is, uh, or Brian Vickers <laughs> is married to Sarah <laughs> Kellen, a user of the alias Sarah Kensington, who is known for her alleged role as the sex scheduler, scheduler in Jeffrey Epstein's sex trafficking of underage girls. Alleged. Jeffrey, alleged, I said alleged role, and uh, Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. This is Brian Vickers' wife? Brian Vickers' wife. Is it uh, current or ex? No, it's, well, I mean, it says he's married to. I don't know. I haven't As checked it. Is his marital status is something I heard a football coach say one time, happily divorced. <laughs> I have not seen him divorced yet. But going on, uh, Ty Gosh, Dillon. That's crazy. Ty Dillon is headed to Spire Motorsports after a year with Petty GMS Legacy. Uh, if you were playing shoots and ladders, uh, he's a lot of shoots lately. Yeah. Uh, he went from RCR in 2014-15, three different teams 2016, Jermaine Racing 2017 to 2020, Gaunt Brothers 2021, maybe a, well, a step up uh, to Petty in 2022, now Spire in 2023 that's sort of a we're just giving you that one ryan priest replaces uh, cole custer in number 41 cole might have been the uh casualty although his driving might have uh, caused it of <laughs> eric almarola delaying his retirement uh, cole's gonna go back down to xfinity uh maybe he'll resurrect his career and uh possibly replace kevin harvick to announce he's retiring after this season so uh, and then Kurt Busch, uh, you know, we documented his um, concussion issues that he suffered in Pocono. Uh, he retires. Um, Tyler Reddick headed to the 45 car for 2311, uh, a year earlier than planned. Uh, the thing that sucks about this is Kurt was had won once or twice. He was yeah. in the playoff. Yeah, he I know once. he had won once, but, you know, yeah. he was competing at a high level. He had kind of... He'd kind of gone from like him and uh, Kyle were kind of like these villains a little bit, but then he kind of turned. Um, the fans loved him. Like after he won, he was talking about, you know, basically talking smack about his brother. The crowd loved him. And I think what really changed uh, the perception of him was his TV work. He did a lot of stuff or the truck races. Um, people like him on there. So hopefully he's kind of like Clint Boyer. I think him and Clint would do really well in the booth because they just seem like two guys that are just like drinking and watching the race, but they actually know what they're talking about. So hopefully you can get back in TV and uh, we can still see him and stuff like that, but it's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah. And then speaking of drinking, Noah Gregson's going to be in the 42 car for uh, Petty GMS, which killed Richard Petty and is now Legacy Motor Club. So it's a club so we can all join. Uh, we just need a, someone to sponsor us. Uh, Petty GMS making big strides, I thought, uh, last year. So it looks like he might jump in a rising star. I really like Noah Gregson. I think he proved himself well um, in Xfinity. He is one of those guys. I mean, we talked about it. Was it the first year we did the podcast when he got slammed by David Starr? And he's <laughs> given great interviews. And, like, he's he was one of those outspoken guys that, like, called Ty Gibbs out on his bullshit. And, yeah. you know, he, he backed it up. And, um you know, I thought he was a really good racer last year. And uh, we saw him a couple times uh, in the cup when he was racing. Um, what was the small shop that has like beard motor oil, uh, yeah. which it's our beard oil. It's not for your yep. beard. It's the yeah. people are named beard. And he also ran a couple colleague races, I believe. Yeah. 
Did he not I mean, fill in for Alex Bowman too? Am I losing my mind? I don't. I, he did because he couldn't be. Yeah, as they had to replace him in yeah, the beard car. Yeah, yeah, and he actually had some good good races uh, down the stretch when we were in the playoff mode. But I, I'm with Evan. I think uh, I think between the 42 or the 43 car that uh, I'm going to still call it Petty Enterprises. Uh, Eric Jones or or Noah Gregson are going to win a race this year. There you go. There's my bold. There's my bold prediction. But Evan, do you think that Noah's he's, he's eligible for Rookie of the Year still? Like, uh, there's not a huge Rookie of the class, but he would be my front runner. We're gonna get that later. But he's I think got a really good chance just for what he's done with Xfinity and how he races. He, he doesn't take any BS on the track. Well, yeah, just looking at this, I would think him and Gibbs are the two main guys eligible. Yeah. Um, so maybe they'll duke it out like they uh, they did. I hope ask. so. Because, I mean, like, the last few years, like, the rookie of the year has just kind of been, like... A dud. Yeah, it's like Chase Briscoe and... Cendric last year. Yeah. But... So, uh, next, we're just going to do a real quick, let you know who's where. Uh, if you got any comments, drop them in. Uh, <laughs> I went... It, we're in no particular order. I went numerical uh, for each team so we're going to start out track house racing's got uh chastain and suarez back in the number one and the number 99 they're still chevy i thought it was a really uh like i thought there was a a formula one type rivalry between them and uh 23xi and i think they came out on the better end of that one yeah i thought track house had a really good year obviously that was led by ross chastain getting um some wins you know he kind of added to um, like the villain of the season last year. But then you also have Daniel Suarez, who I don't think a lot of people dislike. I think he's just a likable guy. Always had the badass Tootsie's paint scheme. I think they're a team that really um, had a transformational year last year and kind of made those leaps that they needed to to be a consistent powerhouse in racing. I think Chastain is going to have another good year. I don't know if he makes the top four, but it's a contract year for Daniel Suarez too. He's one of those guys that could move around here when we get to 2024. And I think he takes some big steps. He won last year in Mexico city, which is awesome. Um, I, I just think he has the potential to make track house. When you got two really good drivers like that, he had a lot of top tens last year was when you win the fantasy league, like I did, and you pick Daniel Suarez as your fifth guy. That's why I know that. And then, uh, <laughs> So I'm uh, going to remember to fill out my team every race. I'm put, I put my memos in my calendar. So you ain't going to, I'm not going to win this year, but I think he can really, he can, if he continues to get better, Ross Chastain does what he, you know, gets anywhere close to where he last year, they've got a really good chance to, to, to never turn another really good year. So we got team Penske uh, coming out with uh, the, all their twos. We got uh, Austin Sindrick in the two, Ryan Blaine, in the 12, Joey Logano uh, defending champion in the 22. They were just flew under the radar uh, all season. Well, I shouldn't say that. Austin Sindrick won the Daytona 500. But they sort of, like, Blaney didn't get any wins and just kept plugging along. And uh, Logano just blew it out of the water at the end of the year in the race that counted. I expected more from Sindrick last year, I'm going to be honest. Um, And Blaney, like, if he could have got wins, he could have been dangerous, but he just couldn't get any wins. He was there, but... uh, but strong team. I mean, it's as strong as a three, as you'll see, besides Hendrick, I think. Um, I think Joe Gibbs, a lot of their guys are getting older. Uh, next, we got Richard Childress racing. Well, we already- I think I think Penske might have the strongest team in all of NASCAR right now. Like you mentioned, they have the defending champion, 
uh, Joey Logano. You have Ryan Blaney, who is arguably the best driver all year. Someone never said got the, the 17th win. best driver of all time. <laughs> Uh, and then you mentioned like Cendric won the Daytona 500 and then we never really heard of him much. Um, but I think that this is a team that really, there's a lot of potential there. Like Logano's still obviously, you know, winning the championship and then you have two really, really good, uh, young drivers. Um, I think they're, I think they're the best team in NASCAR right now. I would say them or Hendrick. We'll see if Kyle Larson re- returns to 2022. But uh, next, we got uh, well, Tyler. You got any uh, with them? Are you like Penske? No, I, 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 I'm a Hendrick loyalist. So that's part of my problem. Yeah. I, I think, like I said, when I picked Blaney to clash, Blaney has the potential to win a championship. Obviously, but the guy had so much bad luck last year in some key spots where it just never clicked. I think it might be the inverse this year. Uh, until like Joey Logano got all the luck last year, so maybe Ryan Blaine gets it. That's just my thoughts. I think from a three team, three driver standpoint, they're, you know, Logano and Blaney are t- two top 10 guys. And Cendric remains to be what, it, you know, to seen. Is he Austin Dillon where he just wins in Daytona every once in a while? Or can he yeah. actually do more than, and he was, he did finish in the top 12 uh, in the playoffs, but we'd like to see more out of him for sure. The biggest disappointment for me with Penske is with the numbers moving up, they got rid of those three pointy things on the side of all their cars. <laughs> like those disappeared. Like bring those back. You'll have to tuck them behind the number, hire a graphic designer that can do that. Uh, Richard Childress racing. We just mentioned Austin Dillon. Uh, does he still have that show? Evan, you're the guy that watches all the, uh... Uh, I haven't seen the previews, but I haven't watched uh, once we get NASCAR back and we'll start seeing previews i haven't seen that or call me cat commercials so those will be coming (laughs) and then we mentioned kyle bush we all think he's gonna have a pretty strong year uh for them solid twosome you know it's i uh i wish he had more money so he can get a third car and get ty dylan in there the the one thing about rcr they made a bunch of crew changes like austin dylan has a new crew chief you get kyle bush coming in like is it just really bumpy for them early or do they kind of figure it out? Like, could Kyle Busch win really early somewhere? I wouldn't be shocked. But is it bumpy? Like, is it a bumpy landing for him there? Yeah. Do they really have a good year? And, and, like, Dylan's obviously very good at Talladega. I think he was good in Atlanta last year and has won a Daytona. That's how he got in the playoff. Um, I, and then just, I'm curious to see what they look like halfway through the year as a team. There you go. We got the. Uh... Stuart Haas racing, uh, they're back in the Ford. Kevin Harvick, his last year, as we said, and he's in the four. Eric Amarola, oh, he's got two years. <laughs> he went from retiring that he has two years left in the 10. Chase Briscoe, really strong year last year in the 14, sort of a breakout year. Ryan Priest, who I really like as a driver, is in the 41. Um, they were awful two years ago. We all remember that. Well-documented. Uh, Chase Briscoe helped pull him along early, and then Kevin Harvick came on towards the end. They gave him two really good cars. Uh, we'll see if uh, Ryan Priest can do better than Cole Custer did, who, like, he made it in the uh, cup two years ago, three years ago with that win, and then he's just pooped the uh, last two years. Yeah, I think, um, I still think they're the most disappointing when you think of like the powerhouse teams. Obviously, Kevin Harvick, Hall of Famer. Um, has done so much in his career tail end. And uh, like you mentioned that the only bright spot has been Chase Briscoe. Um, you know, he has a chance to win in a couple races. Um, 
I think he's a really, really good young driver. But other than that, like, I just don't think there's, you have a guy who's ending his career. So maybe he wants a little, there's still a little pizzazz in there, but like Eric M. Roll and Ryan Priest don't really move the needle for me as like, oh my gosh, you really need to watch out for this team. I think aside from Chase Briscoe, um, you're just kind of, and obviously Harvick, I think is still going to be uh, good, but we've seen him struggle last year a little bit too. Yeah, he just remember we all thought Kevin Harvick was going to make like the top four because he got so hot down the stretch and like when it was it one at Michigan and Kansas like going yeah. away and we were like, oh man, Kevin Harvick, he's back. I'm just curious, what does this team look like next year? Does Amarola come back? We thought he's going to retire. I know he's got two years left on his deal. Does he come back? Harvick, who slides into that car? Um, and I think Priest is a big question mark. He obviously was with Joe Gibbs for a while. Um, he's I think like Thomas said, he's a solid driver, but does he move the needle for them? I don't know. Uh, Hendrick Motorsports, well-documented uh, back in the Chevy. Number five, Kyle Larson. He was really dominant two years ago. Eh, last year. Uh, number nine, this is, uh, like, Evan loves this guy, Chase Elliott. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get as much Hooters last year. Uh, or when yeah. he did, no one can go. Sort of sucked. Uh, William Byron back in the 24, Alex Bowman, the number 75 <laughs> driver all-time NASCAR history <laughs> back in the 48. Um, I talent. think they're the biggest yeah I think they're the biggest what if you know like they they have so much talent on that team obviously if Kyle Larson I don't think he'll ever get back to what he was um two years ago but even if he's half of that you know he he's still a very good driver stole a win from Chase Elliott in California people don't forget last year um Chase obviously one of the best drivers um, in this sport and then I think you have Byron and Bowman who've shown signs of hey like they can win races they can be up at the front but then we've also seen them where they're non-contenders in races so I think there's like this weird um, I don't know I can't think of the right word but like there's so much potential there but I don't think we've seen it fully encapsulated yet well, I yeah think what... oh, go, no, go ahead TD go, go ahead I think what makes them dangerous is all four of them can win a race which I don't know if you could say that about every team so all four of them will be in the playoff. And then once you get in the playoffs, it's. Yeah. I think the thing with me is like, what is Alex Bowman like last after last year's whole saga of not racing? And he raced the last race in Phoenix. I mean, it's a guy you're right, you guys, he's won seven races and he was really good in 2021 for the most part. So between him and William Byron, like how consistent can they be? I, like, I think, you know, what you got Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott, like how consistent can the 24th, 48, be and that's the the, the mover for, and shaker for me for Hendrick this year. And then we got our favorite team. But this is funny because we know their PR guy and Evan can never get him on the show as a guest. We got uh, <laughs> Roush Fenway because Tyler knows him too. Uh, Went when, to school together. Yeah, and neither one guy. of them can get him on the show. He'd be a good guest. We got. I got to get back. And I wonder how many people responded to my uh, hotmail account that I haven't checked in seven months. We probably got some scheduled. We need to do. We got uh, uh, Brad Kozlowski, uh, a part owner in the number six. Chris Buescher, I, he got a win last year. Unfortunately, it came after uh, the the playoff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I keep expecting big things from him. Maybe this will be his breakout year. I mean, they're just, they're to me, that I mean, Kozlowski is a hell of a driver. We like Chris Buescher. He posed for a photo with us, so we like him. Yeah. Um, but to me, I, I, I don't think they're championship contenders. I think they're always ones that are going to be 
you'll see, you know, Busher or Keselowski, you know, fighting for a win with about 50 laps left. And then I think there's always just, except for, um, was it Bristol that he won? Last year, yeah. Busher? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, he did. He, I think yeah. he won at Bristol. And so, you know, except for that one race, you're always, I feel like you would always see them there. And it's like, uh-oh, is this going to be the chance? And then nothing just went right their way. I think they're a team that can pick off one or two wins a year, but I don't think they're ones that even if they make the playoff, you're not putting your money down and you're not predicting them on the world's greatest NASCAR podcast that they're going to win a championship. Yeah. The the thing too, I thought with, with them and Stuart Haas, how much ground they had to make up in the next gen car will be key for them in year two of this, of yeah. this model. Cause like they felt like Evan said, they were in so many races with like 50, 60 laps to go. And it just completely fell off the map down the stretch minus the one race that Busher won. So um, I hope Keselowski wins because I think he's good for the sport and what he, all he does. But um, I I just don't feel great about them this year at all. Maybe not. Maybe not even winning a race. We got Spire Motorsports, Chevy. They got two charters until Dale Junior buys them. Possibly, uh, they got number seven Corey LaJoy, number seventy-seven Ty Dillon. I'm gonna leave that at that. I mean Corey LaJoy. I mean Corey LaJoy. We saw him at Atlanta. I think their team. I, th- yeah. I do like Corey LaJoy, and he was in that badass WWE SummerSlam car. Yeah. I mean, we saw him contend for a little bit last year. Um, obviously, Spire is what it is, but I mean, I think they could always challenge at those super speedway tracks. Yeah, I, I would like Corey's another one. He, he's like a Chris Busher light. He's always in the top fifteen until something happens he gets hit yeah. by garrett smith leaders the one thing nascar did do i believe it was today is they waived the top 30 requirements like so if you win a race you got to be in the top 30 yeah. and you know Corey joy was in position to win in atlanta last year if yeah. he does that this year he's in the playoff there you go uh also uh of note that they announced today is there's going to be no stage breaks um in the road course races so they'll still do stage I like points that. no short not pitting. Stop I like it. yeah, yeah. Uh, Joe, Joe Gibbs racing uh, back in the Toyota, very uh, strong. Uh, sort of strong last year. I started to say very, but then I remember they they sort of petered out towards the end. Number 11, Denny Hamlin. Number 19, Martin Truex. Number 20, Christopher Bell, who ran really well in the playoff. Uh, he kept winning those cutoff races, which is key. And then 54, I recognize the name Gibbs, Ty Gibbs. I think for me, I think they had a very disappointing season last year with um, Kyle Busch. And then, you know, Ryan Blaney gets the blunt of the blunt of, oh, you didn't win a race last year. But I think the most disappointing year from what we would call the championship contender was Martin Truex Jr. No wins. um, Only had four top fives. Now, he did have 15 top tens, but you expect more from Truex. I'm looking for him to have a bounce back year. Denny, um, you know, still one of the best drivers in the sport, but I think. I'm still kind of iffy on them. I'll I'll be interested to see how Ty Gibbs does, but uh, you got to think Truex has to bounce back. But he's one of those guys too that you know he's getting close to retirement. Yeah, he's, he also uh, just yeah. broke up with his longtime girlfriend. Oh, snap. you guys saw that. Very so maybe sad. it's revenge tour. Revenge tour. Revenge tour twenty three. Uh, I will tell you guys, uh, not because I met him and not because he's from Norman, Oklahoma. I am all in on Christopher Bell this year. I think he is the guy who could be the breakout. Uh, I won't call him a star because I wouldn't say he's a, a, a beacon of exciting personality, but he's a really good race car driver. 
Um, he's won three times. Uh, he won Xfinity Championship. He was in the contention down the stretch last year, made the final four. Um, I think he's the guy. While I love Denny Hamlin, and I think Truex can be better, and maybe Ty Gibbs won't wreck everybody. I think Christopher Bell is the guy that really could vault into the to being a championship contender this year. He was last year made the I mean he made the four, but like he regular season championship type material to to be the number one spot going into the playoff. You mentioned uh, Christopher Bell being from Norman, so hopefully he can win at his hometown track of Texas Motor Speedway. Very true. So th this is a true story. He was in the truck series at the time and uh, our sport administrator that I, one of the guys I worked with was a big NASCAR guy. Um, and uh, he's like, called me one day. He's like, Hey, Christopher Bell's coming to our golf course. We're going to try to see me. He wants to learn how to play golf from our golf team. It's like, yeah, let's go. Met Christopher Bell, super nice guy, did a bunch of radio hits. And then he won the next week. And I thought, well, maybe it's because our golf team. And then he didn't win the rest of the year. So I was like, maybe we messed up his either his mojo or he got better playing golf. I don't know. But really good dude. And like I said, he had a good year last year. And I, I just think he's he's got that chance. He, he just tends to be in contention in pretty much any type of track. Um, we saw that anywhere last year from road courses to the super speedways. Hopefully you can get that, get them on the podcast for us since you got that in. We got Rick Ware Racing, who's in everything. They're doing drag racing. They're doing uh, indie. They're all over the place. I say concentrate on one and be good at it. <laughs> but anyhow, <laughs> they got uh, the number 15s likely going to have multiple drivers. They just announced Riley Herbst is going to run the Daytona 500 uh, in the Sunny D. Sorry, uh, Ricky Stenhouse. Uh, they they're also rumored to have JJ Yellow, David Reagan, and Garrett Smithley among those rumored to drive for the 15 51. Uh, Cody Ware, <laughs> yeah, I mean, not much to say about Rick Ware, Rick Ware racing. Uh, like he he likes racing and he's into it, but I think if you put your money in one place, you can get some wins and whatever you constantly. I mean, can we? Can we find somebody who's an up and comer that's better than JJ Yelly or David Reagan? Yeah, that's the first there. time I've heard. That's fine. First time I've heard David Reagan's name since like 2007. Yeah, I used to always get him and Reagan and Smith mixed up. Uh, they were like Gary Pettis and Gary Reda, uh, the two baseball players. I used to always get them mixed up. Uh, college racing Chevy. We already talked about Almondinger in the 16. Uh, good chance he can win a, a road course. Last year, I expected more out of 31, uh, Justin Haley. I know it was their first year, and I know it was next-gen, but I expected a little better performance. I feel like he was getting better towards the end of the year, but not better, better, just better. Yeah, I think aside from the road course races, where I think obviously they'll be able to um, do pretty well with A.J. Allmendinger, I thought our – and maybe looking back, maybe our expectations were a little too high for them, just being a first-year team in the Cup Series, but they had done so well um, in the Xfinity. But I think maybe the second year they'll be – hopefully they'll be better, make some improvements. Um, I mean, it was the first year for everything with the next-gen car, so they got in at the right time. We We've documented that, but – I don't know. I'm still optimistic, but I'm very less optimistic than what I was last year. Yeah, it could. It's not like make or break for them, like Evan said, because you guys have talked about it when they jumped in was the right time. But what does AJ do? Like, so if he wins in Chicago or if he wins at the Roval, like, what does he do in the playoff to give him a little more exposure and continues to get him a little bit better um, down the stretch? I'm really not sure what to make uh, of Justin Haley in the 31. I just, you know. 
it's like we just talked about. It's kind of not. It's not like oh, Cody Ware, but I also go Justin Haley yeah. hmm, and just move on. I think AJ AJ is is really talented, and, and I think it could could will do some wonders for them um, if he if he gets in the right position down the stretch to win some races. Now and in X, think, Xfinity, I know it's different, but Haley was a really good uh, super speedway guy. So he was that. Binger might You're get right. in on the road courses, and and Haley might get in on the super speedway. But here's the thing: we like we've talked to colleague, and we've we've actually had him on the podcast. Stuff. I don't think that I think he's one of the better owners, and the fact that he is out there, he advocates. He you know he's willing to put the money into it. Um, so I don't want to doubt them just because I believe in what they're doing. There you go. Then the next team, Wood Brothers, I don't believe in what they're doing. <laughs> Is this year four of trying to get what year seven of trying to get win number one hundred? They're trying to get one number uh win number one hundred. I didn't just have a stroke. I was just I'm tired. Hard to put words together. Uh, but they got Harrison Burton back in the car. He taught like Cindric. I expected more from Cindric. He won Daytona 500, but then he was just like, I expected something from Harrison Burton. And it's like that Mimi with the guy with the stick, like saying, do something. <laughs> well, they remember they really hyped him up last year at this time, like for the clash. And then he wrecked out. And then he was in contention, I believe, at Daytona early. Yeah. And then it was like, and, and you kind of felt like, okay, maybe this is going to be the, like, not a chance for the weather race, but like, Hey, maybe Wood Brothers has got a little something this year. And then it just, it never materialized one time. You guys remember who was the last winner from Wood Brothers to get the, who got win number 99? <laughs> Excuse me. You guys, uh, you, you tease me. It's not Elliot Sadler. Nope. Um, gosh, it's going to bother me because I've gotten this right before. Yeah, I don't know who it could be. I'm thinking. Oh man, it's somebody that's still active too. Yep, and it's not Trevor Bain. Um, not. Oh Bain. man, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney. Thank you. Ryan Blaney won the 2017 Pocono, which I was surprised. Ryan Trevor Bain ran well, and I don't know. We're running a little long today. I don't know if we do the other stuff in, in a different thingy. Uh, it's up to you guys, but I was surprised he didn't get an Xfinity ride after last year, but because um, he ran pretty well anytime he ran. He just didn't get the win. Uh, 23XI coming out with Bubba Wallace again, and hopefully he stays in his car and doesn't like try to take someone out. And then we got 45, Tyler Reddick. He was sort of the uh, a breakout season last year. I think they're kind of the... I always mess this word up. Anomaly. 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 Yeah, anomaly. You know, because I think Bubba had a really good year last year until they they messed with the pit crews and then they messed with um, the car that he was in. Obviously, Kurt Busch got a win. Tyler Reddick had a really good year last year. Like, this is a team where we I don't really think we know how good they are just with everything that transpired last year, but I think there's a lot of high hopes in that racing. And again, yeah, Michael Jordan is the part owner, and as we know, he doesn't like losing. Only writes checks for winners, so luckily Only Bubba won a race. Thank God. I, if they can just keep their crews together, that would be great. I think that, like Evan's point, they changing their. I think they changed like crews three different times, and they yeah. gave then they gave Denny Hamlin Bubba's crew at one point. I mean, it, it just that's not a recipe for success. I think they're gonna have good years. 
Um, and I think, the, especially the 45 car with Reddick, could really, he, I think he's going to just fit right in. And Bubba Wallace's crew chief has the coolest name in NASCAR and Booty Baker. Booty, Booty Baker. Like, Never if you ask me, like, what is Booty Baker to you? are like, oh, that dude's a NASCAR. So we got Front Row Motorsports, uh, 34, Michael McDowell. He didn't win a race last year, so he wasn't in the playoffs, but I think he raced better last year. I think overall he was a better driver. And he was a guy, he was a lot of top 10s, the top, top 15s, I feel. Todd Golan, uh, not an awful rookie year, um, but he was just there. Yeah. I mean, I agree with McDowell. I mean, he was definitely, so he had 12 top 10 finishes last year. And he, prior to that, he had only had 17 in his career. Yeah. So, so I he's think definitely a better contender. But as you mentioned, he didn't get that win, but he still had two top fives. Um, I mean, his average finish was 16.7. Um, but yeah, I think he was a lot better than what people expected. Next, we got the Legacy Motor Club. Uh, both Prestige Worldwide and Alpha Prime were taken, so they settled on the Legacy Motor Club. Uh, 42 Noah Gregson we talked about, uh, a really good rookie, Eric Jones, another guy that came on strong, I thought, last year was one of his better years he's had. He loves racing at Darlington. Yeah. Book it. I think yeah. he had a really good year. They He I think he had a couple top top 10s early in the year, like California and Fontana. And then kind of faded a little bit. And then he ended up winning in Darlington. And then just he seemed like he was a guy that was always around at times uh, to have a chance to be in the top five, top 10. And that's if you're whatever, what I, it's going to be called Petty Motorsports to the day I die. In my book, if that's for them, that's what exactly what they want. Eric Jones reads kid, uh, books to kids. You know, he does a little thingy uh, where he reads books on uh, social media kids. And then uh, he has a lockdown on the pretty awesome uh, military paint scheme. So, yeah. So. Air Force. He's, one, he's one of my uh, outside favorites. I, I, he's probably one of my top five favorite guys. Uh, JTG Doherty Racing, the one car thing is lame. I think they either need to shit or get off the pot. They're going to 47, uh, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I think the one car thing is just, it's just what, like, he's just going to go out there and, Try to find somebody to race with him. Yeah, I I think he should change his number to forty four, and fuse with Legacy Motor Club. You could be Legacy Motor Club, JTG Doherty, Petty Enterprises, uh, GMS Racing. Because <laughs> they were they sort of like they weren't like awful awful when they had two cars, and now they have one. And it's just like eh. Speaking of one car, we got Live Fast Motorsports. Uh, they switched from Chevy or yeah to Ford, from Ford to Chevy. They're no full time driver. They're going BJ McLeod and Josh Balicki sharing seat time. That doesn't move the needle. Yeah. Part time cars. I'm just going to do a real rundown. We won't. This is just some highlights. Chandler Smith's going to be running some races in Colleagues number thirteen car, uh, number fifty five car. <laughs> Uh, unknown plans here but uh last year they ran jj yellow a lot uh number 66 there's no word on it if we get to see timmy hill back beard oil has got their guy uh since they don't have Noah Gregs anymore they're gonna go austin hill in their uh they run all the super speedways plus they're gonna run the chicago street course um 
67, Travis Pastrano uh, for uh, 23XI Racing. He's going to try the Daytona 500. Cars also available if Kurt Busch has the itch to run some races. Uh, Legacy Motor Club, this is part of the reason they changed their name, number 84, a guy we know. He won a couple of Super Bowls. Jimmy Johnson, uh, he's going to attempt the Daytona 500 with the Carvana sponsorship. Uh, additional races to be named later. And then Trackhouse has their number number 91, the Project 91. They expect to run six to eight races with foreign drivers in 2023. So, okay. And then, uh, as you will mention, in the other two, the two Rookie of the Year candidates, the only two this year, Ty Gibbs and Noah Gregson. So there we go. I don't know. Do you guys want to do Xfinity or you want to wait? And yeah, we can run through them. We okay, to, we'll do yeah. these real let's quick. Hit the, we don't let's have hit to, the high notes. Yeah, we don't have to talk as much on this. Uh, Stuart Haas, real quick, Cole Custer returning in the double zero. He was gone for three years. Uh, we'll see. He could. He, uh, what's his nuts? John Hunter Nemechek did this. He dropped down. You know, he won to win trophies. So maybe uh, Cole can win some trophies. Junior Motorsports, I really like this group here. Um, number one, Sam Mayer. Number seven, Justin Allgaier. Number eight, Josh Berry. Number nine, Brandon Jones. Uh, as I strongly predicted in the preseason, I said that they would be the best team in the Xfinity Series, and they proved that. Obviously, they're losing Noah Gregson, um, which hurts them, but I still think that they are, especially with um, Ty Gibbs leaving, I still think they are the best team in the Xfinity Series. Yeah. A little odd, though. I don't know if you guys, a lot of hubbub yesterday. They changed the package, and Jeremy Clements said it's just, he didn't say it's awful, but he said it's awful, (laughs) which is weird. And, like, every response was, oh, leave it to NASCAR. If it ain't broke, break it. And (laughs) a lot of uh, conspiracy theories that everyone knew that the racing was better in Xfinity, so they had to ruin it. So Xfinity races don't look better than cup races. Uh, our motorsports, they don't know who's driving. They got two cars. It could be anybody. Richard Childress Racing, a uh, couple strong drivers in the trucks two years ago. They had a okay seasons. Austin Hill won a couple races, and he showed he can run at uh, super speedways uh, in the 21, then Sheldon Creed in number two. Um, it's, it's not an awful uh, team. I like, well, I like Sheldon Creed and Austin though. Hill. Yeah, well, I think they could both make step ups. Uh, JD Motorsports. Normally they run four cars. I only saw two listed. Our friend of the program, uh, Bailey Curry in the number four. And then Brennan Poole, former cup driver back in the day. He's in the number six. So we got that. Uh, (laughs) SS Greenlight Racing. Uh, number 07, Blaine Perkins, three different times in Instagram. I was like, hey, we'd love to get you on the podcast. And he replied back, hey, it'd be great. And I'd be like, hey, when can you do it? And then he ghosted me. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think I'm going to contact him again. Uh, in the 07, Greg Golding uh, in the 08. Um, they won a race last year. These yeah, two are going full time. Yeah, Cole Custer won a race for him. Yeah, because they also had um, Briscoe, I believe, at the Indy. And then yeah, he and lost they, all, he lost they also point. had Haley Deegan run a race for him. Yeah, but the, according to point. this, they're going full-time. Now, if they're not in the top 10, 25 or whatever, after 10 races, they can go back and call up uh, Cole Custer. Well, they can't call up Cole Custer, but they can call up someone else. 
colleague shocking news in the off season not really shocking if you follow crypto <laughs> but uh uh landon castle will not run full-time and he won't even get a chance to run full-time because justin haley is going to drive the number 10 in daytona which means castle unless he picks up another ride can't run every race so he can't be in the point thingy um so that's it Justin Haley's yep. going to run five races. So Landon Castle, they had trouble with speed last year. And a couple times, Chris Rice said on the intercom for the whole world here, hey, we'll have speed in three or four months. I didn't track it to see if they found that speed. I sort of feel like they ran faster later. But I thought Castle was running stronger towards the end. But he's, yeah. Hemrick he's the biggest loser. Yeah. Fucking crypto, man, Voyager. Uh, number... <laughs> Number 11, Daniel Hemrick back. Had a meh season last year. Just really expected a lot from him. Didn't get it. Chandler Smith, really good in the trucks. We'll be riding A.J. Allmendinger's number 16. So we'll see. A lot of – it'll be strange. They always had three cars in the playoffs or fighting for the playoffs, and they're only going to have two cars competing. You guys said it's probably because they're emphasizing cup more, but. Well, I think for especially last year, I think, you know, I think they still competed, but we were expecting a lot more from them. And it's kind of similar to their Cup Series team. I mean, they were still able to get some wins, but it was still just like, meh. And it always felt like it was AJ, then everybody else. AJ, yeah, it was AJ, everybody else. But I think, and And Hemrick would, well, they had lit races. AJ would finish fourth, Hemrick would finish eighth, Castle would finish 12th. And yeah. it was like that every race. Mm-hmm. When I think the interesting thing that I'm looking forward to most about Xfinity is I think last year it was so dominated by Ty and Noah. Now they're gone. I think this opens up where, you know, you go back and you talk about um, the Richard Childress cars of um, Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill. It's like, hey, now this is your time to step up. So I think that kind of really makes it interesting because um, you have this dominant team in junior motorsports, but then you have um, a lot of other young, talented drivers, and now the two best drivers from last year, really three best if you include A.J. Allmendinger. It's going to be wide open this year. There you go. Speaking of wide open, we got Joe Gibbs Racing. They got number 18, Sammy Smith, who Dale Jr. talked about every single time he was in a race, and I thought he was going to end up in one of his cars. He did not. Uh, he's in the 18 for Joe Gibbs. Number 19. This is, seems like it's going to be their multi-driver team this year. Uh, Ryan Truex is slated to run six races, no other names yet. And then number 20, making a step back up after he uh, went down to trucks for a while, John Hunter Nemechek. So JGR keeps their shake of having an unlikable Xfinity driver going. So like back to like 2001. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 guys, I really like Sammy Smith. I'm not like what on the like – Junior was all about him. He's had a lot of yeah. arc of success. Yeah. But when he was in Xfinity down the stretch when the playoffs are going and he was involved, I really liked how he drove the car. So um, he, he's got a chance. That I think that's what they're going to put their eggs in their basket. I mean, John Hunter Niemerchett, more power to him for, for being an Xfinity lifer. But I, I really think Sammy Smith's got a bright future, and it could be kind of like what you just said uh with the, the with gregson and gibbs being out is, is there some kind of newer younger driver that steps up and takes advantage of that have more chances to win races you know who's gonna dominate arca this year who's that freddie munoz man malcolm in the middle oh that's right he got his mf in the middle uh we got uh, sam hunt racing uh they 
like they were sneaky strong last year. They got some good rides out of some talented drivers. Uh, they're going to go hodgepodge in their number 24. It's a new second uh, full-time car. Uh, Tyler Reddick, Parker Chase, and Connor Mozak uh, expected to to run races. And then the 26 car is going to be full-time Kaz Grala. So, I mean, he showed some stuff. AM Racing, I don't know if you remember this, Austin Wayne Self's truck team. Uh, they expanded Xfinity. Austin Wayne uh, Self could be a serial killer uh since 92 percent of all serial killers have the middle name wayne um but they picked up uh brett moffett uh they're expanding to xfinity after a few seasons they're counting on the journeyman to make them competitive i got nothing dad <laughs> got nothing speaking of uh jordan uh anderson racing uh number 27 jeb burton they've expanded to a second team and they're counting on the journeyman to make them competitive the uh, they got the interesting they got thing is jeb burton oh. you know coming back from uh his injury because he was one that got taken out uh i think that was also at pocono correct where he hit the yeah ball? yeah yep so it'll be interesting to see how he bounces back and then we got parker retzloff uh he's a rookie in the number 31 he showed uh he had some really good races uh, top 12s, top 10s. Uh, Jesse Awuji Wuji Motorsports, number 34. They're going to have two drivers splitting the ride, Jesse Awuji and Kyle Weatherman, who ran the car much better than Jesse Awuji. Talk about some tension. Yeah. Uh, Emerlin Gase Motorsports, you're going to recognize some uh, drivers in the number 35, uh, both Joey Gase and Patrick Emerling. They'll also have Shan, Shane Lee, and Brad Perez and a poopery of drivers. Uh, they announced in July they were running two full-time cars, but they haven't said anything about who's in the 53. Uh, they're like Rick Ware in the cup doing the palindrome numbers, 35-53. DGM Racing, uh, number 36 cars uh, unplanned right now, or plans are unknown. They have Alex LeBay expected, though. Josh Balicki running selected races in the 91. Only full-time driver is going to be Josh Williams, 92. Eh. Ryan Sieg Racing. They got Joe Graff Jr. Uh, in the... Bucked up energy. He, he, <laughs> he said he didn't like his brother anymore, so he's not putting him in the 38. He's putting Joe Graff Jr. in the 38. Ryan Siegel drive the 39. I'll let uh, Evan say the next team. Alpha Prime. <laughs> they missed the boat on Legacy Motor Club. Uh, they got 43, <laughs> Ryan Ellis. Uh, this is a third new uh, full-time car this year. They've committed to Ryan Ellis for 24 races. Could be more. Jeffrey Earnhardt running the full, uh, full season. We got Earnhardt's back in racing. Uh, get him the number three car. And then uh, number 45, we have a cavalcade of drivers. Uh, Arca, success last year for Raja Karuth. Also have Stephen Parsons, Sage Karam, and Leland Honeyman Jr. Raja Karuth is always the interesting one because I feel like every race that he did, they'd, you know, they'd hype him up and they'd show him and he'd be like, hey, you know, he's doing really that. good. And then he's always the first one that gets into an accident or something happens to him. And I'm like, wow, you wasted an in-car camera on Karuth. I got he'd he'd always be his... His goal would be, I, I just want to get some laughs in, and then he would cry. <laughs> uh, big Machine Racing. I think this is the move of the offseason. They got they uh, started last year with 
friend of the program who hasn't talked to us lately, uh, Jay Buford. Although their guy, well, like he got me right away. So I need to get a hold of him and say, hey, can we get Parker? You might be able to get him on. Although Parker's a bigger social media star, so he's probably busy. But he's running the 48. He did really well in the trucks last year. Uh, interesting to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the rest of this, I'll just run down real quick because there's nothing special. Jeremy Clements, of course, he's back in the Jeremy Clements racing car because who else would be? Dexter Stacy's going to run Daytona for uh, uh, MBM Motorsports. No Timmy Hill in that car. Uh, Brandon Bilt, they are looking to fill out their driver lineup. So it looks like Brandon Brown, if he does run full season, will be in like five different cars like last year. Sneaky, I uh, didn't see this change. There's a change. Mike Harmon Racing Chevy is now CHK Racing. Boo. Boo. He added Gary Keller and Michael Clayton uh, Sr. as uh, partners. On this show, it's always going to be Mike Harmon Racing. I refuse. Evan, Evan and I watch Succession, and when you add partners, it doesn't end well. So yeah. Mike, just be careful. Yeah, uh, and not... also, uh, we love Mike Harmon because he's the Applebee's racer. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Numbers... Every time, for those that don't know, there's a uh, Reddit user that found that if there's an Applebee's within 10 miles of the track, Mike Harmon does significantly better at those racetracks than those that don't. And that's just science. <laughs> so he's got number 74 car uh it says ryan vargas is the anchor driver but doesn't say what that means and then the last one another shoots and ladder guy who's on a lot of shoots uh <laughs> anthony alfredo and then number 78 for bj mcleod motorsports and that is that. I think we're going to wrap it up there. We don't need yeah. to talk about trucks. We can talk about the teams, truck teams, when we do the preview in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, oh, uh, the rookies. God, I deleted it on mine. You guys have it? Uh, yes. Uh, they'll have a, a hefty dose of rookie contenders. You got uh, GMS Racing teammates, Raja Karuth and Daniel Dye. Um, they'll be re- battling Rev Racing's Nick Sanchez. Um, also Jake Garcia and then Brett Holmes, who is the owner of Brett Holmes racing. So we had a good class. He was the one that got screwed on the replay at the Daytona truck race. He was in the lead, but they had the, there was a wreck and they had to go back to the loop and he didn't get the win. Sad. Yeah. So, so that is that it is good to be back. I, uh, we uh, missed you, uh, Evan. And I'll go back and I'll cut out that part where I said bad said bad stuff because <laughs> I know you got coworkers that listen probably. You look yeah. like you lost some weight. What are you on some sort of workout? No, just stress eating. <laughs> no. I mean, I ate like four cookies today during this bro- this uh, episode. You yeah. look skinny. You're the one that looks like you're. Yeah, skinny. he looks good, Danny. Uh, Why well, will not? Uh, I'm not saying how much I lost until I lose it all. There you go. So. I'd, I'd like, it's do. good to be back doing this, but man, once it hits July and like August, we'll be like, fuck. What's funny, every year I would lose weight and then baseball season 
<laughs> would hit me. Well, do you I think you're off. losing weight because I'm not convincing you to go to Jesse's Taqueria three times a week? Oh, my friend, we've solved that. You can join our uh, new other podcast, the TD uh, Thomas. What do we call it? The T T Dugger Dick Al Gore Rhythm Lunch Podcast, where we tell you about our favorite lunch places in the Bryan College Station area. Ooh. Yeah, I have a new buy lunch plan. Your... Like I was on. Well, this is getting personal. A lot of the podcasters don't want to, or podcast listeners don't want to hear this part. This so is a, this is a personal corner. Let's just let's call yeah. it that. Yeah. Get a sponsor. So that's it for this show. I'm going to stop recording, and we're going to. Hopefully, I can find a uh, little Bobby Hill and uh, Junior. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Luke! Oh, yeah. happy birthday, Luke Hillen! This show is for Luke. Happy birthday! Did the Yankees win today? Uh, nope, we'll cut that part out. Oh, snap. All righty. <laughs> well, we'll catch you on the flip side. I'm going to stop recording. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. Short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride